Hello, my friends. I'm your host, Sharice, and you are listening to Dot 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 with Sharice, a podcast where you can join me weekly as I cover topics commonly involving my childless stepmom journey and my health and wellness advocacy. We'll cover topics such as how to handle a blended lifestyle, how to keep up with your mental and emotional well-being, what healthy looks and sounds like, and I'll often throw in some cool tips and tricks mixed in with some motivation on how to be your best self in the midst of any and all chaos. I want you to feel like you always have a helpful friend rooting for you. So take a deep breath, remember how amazing you truly are, and let's chat. Thank you for joining me for my first ever episode of my podcast. Today I thought it would be a good place for me to start to just kind of talk about myself and you can get to know me a little bit better than maybe what you've seen on social media or in any of my newsletters. So let's get to it. First off, to make sure that this entire episode is not overly long, I'm just going to try and touch off on all of the basic topics of me and why I'm doing this, why I'm here, what brought me to this idea. And to do that, I'm going to I'm going to take you back a little bit. I'm going to take you back to the very beginning of me. Um I am one of three children. Uh my parents actually lost their second baby. And there's a huge gap between my sister and I because they couldn't have me for so long. So it goes my brother, two years later, two, three years later, my sister. In between there was uh, my sister Amanda, who died at four days old. And then eight years after my sister was born, my second sister, I came around. And my parents, uh, they raised us very non-traditional, as I like to say. <laughs> We grew up in the mountains living off-grid in southern Colorado. And looking back, I can see how amazing of an experience it was because I have so much information in my brain about so many different things involving farming and gardening and living off the land and building a home. But at the same time, it was definitely a sore spot for me growing up because I wasn't quote-unquote normal. So that is definitely something that I had to work through. After I reached middle school, my siblings left, and it was just me and my parents, and I grew up, and it was difficult for me as a teenager. I went through a lot of different events and a lot of trauma. I will be making probably some episodes in the future about struggling with trauma and dealing with it, but to make a long story short, I was subject to um, abuse and uh, even kidnapped, and I was preyed upon by someone 20 years older than me when I was a teenager, actually barely a teenager. Then I moved into my first relationship, and that was the background for it. So again, more trauma there. Then I moved myself into another relationship later in high school with someone who definitely needed some help, which again caused more trauma. 
I moved off and started attending school at Colorado State University. I was a double major in human development and family studies and general psychology with a minor in French because my plan was to become a child counselor for obvious reasons, mostly leading to the fact that I really needed a counselor from the trauma that I endured as a kid and I never received any help, any medical help or anything. Mostly because people just, they really didn't know about that type of stuff back then, you know? It, was, it wasn't a common place to seek help or seek therapy or get your kid into some program to teach them how to deal with the stressful stuff that they went through. So that became my goal. And during my first year of college was probably one of the emotionally most stressful times. I ended up submitting myself into group therapy, which didn't really help, but I was trying and trying to be healthy. And in that time, I, I overcame a lot of really horrible things. I had to save the person that I was with at that point uh, from committing suicide. I missed a lot of school traveling back and forth to try and help this individual and failed French basically because I missed a final exam. I always think about that. But then I dropped out of school to become a stay-at-home stepmom to a three-year-old. It was a very interesting time of my life and I was just thrust into motherhood for the first time and I felt so capable of doing it. I was 19 years old and I loved that little girl more than anything in the world. She was everything. I stayed home with her. It was just me and her all the time. And my boyfriend at the time was uh, working full-time and going to school full-time. So things were very, very hard. And in that time, I just had to teach myself everything I knew about motherhood. I started researching how to get children to learn. She was incredibly delayed because she was so abused by her bio mom. And I did the best I could. I taught her how to speak, um, shapes, colors, letters, everything in between. And I just spent all my time with her. And eventually, we couldn't afford where we were staying anymore. And I had to give her up to her grandparents uh, who lived in a different state. And that was one of the most stressful, most heartbreaking, and traumatic events of my life. I, to this day, still struggle with it. And um, it's a place where I feel comfortable talking to you guys and telling you how I overcome these things and what I'm doing to actively work on them. These traumas that I've faced obviously impact my everyday and one of the reasons I wanted to create this podcast was to teach people how to work through those things and the tools that you have access to, such as therapy, to get through those things that actually did impact you and will continue to. So I gave her up and I had to get a job so that we could afford where we lived and I became a teaching assistant for a private school and through that, I got to be with children just like I had wanted. And I worked my booty off. 
I would go to school on the weekends or in the summer I would get help and grants and stuff and I worked my way through the ladder until eventually five years later I would get my own classroom in the public school district which ironically my stepkids go to now uh, not the same school but the same school district and I worked so hard and in the final-ish year of me teaching, I found coaching, and it opened so many doors for me. It just, it brought me into a circle of people that I had no idea existed. Just really good people that want good things for you, and also are trying to maintain good things for themselves. And from from what you've heard so far, you know, I had no idea that people like that existed. It changed everything. And I had a huge moment in my life when I discovered that there were foods that I was allergic to and that I wasn't supposed to be eating, but had been, which it changed the way my body felt. It changed the way I carried myself. It changed my headaches and my stomach aches, uh, chronic pain I had been experiencing since a child. It changed the the pain in my bones and my joints. My brain wasn't as foggy. It was just it was it was uplifting, and it was like a cloud was lifted off of me, and I gave myself full permission to just turn over a new leaf. So I dove straight into coaching and helping other people try and discover that for themselves because it was so life-changing for me and I was so much happier in my body and in my mind that I just, I couldn't see any other, any other path for myself other than, you know, trying to help people experience that for themselves. And I decided to quit teaching it was it wasn't good for me emotionally or mentally i was underpaid i didn't have health insurance i struggled so much the people that were supposed to be helping me would quit or disappear on me and i was the youngest teacher in the school district which places excessive amounts of burdens it you get treated very differently like your age is a reason for you to not know what it is you're supposed to do. And at this point, I was 24, and I was the youngest in the entire school district. So eventually, I stopped. I stopped teaching, and I got a job in the corporate world working for a title company, a local one that's family-run. And it's big, but it opened my eyes to so much. I got to meet different types of people. I got to watch people through this momentous time of their lives. You know, they're buying houses, they're working on things, they're, you know, settling down on land and growing things. And it paid me so much better. And I had amazing health insurance. And it was just, it was great. I got to just kind of dive into myself. Uh, at this point, I became single. Um, I separated from a different relationship that was incredibly suppressing. Um, my then boyfriend at the time and I lived with his mother and it was not pleasant for me at all. It was very overwhelming 
and I will, I promise I will get into things I learned from that at a later episode, but looking back now, I can see the places that I needed to heal in order to be able to function, and I can also see the benefit of learning how to set boundaries, which is going to be a major theme that you guys see in here, is how important it is to set boundaries, um, but yeah, I... I was single for a little bit and I had my own place and I was I was rooming with one of my bestest friends ever. And during that time I was just kind of carefree and lost. Honestly, I was so lost. I really had no purpose other than just, you know, going to a job that I didn't really care for too much. And I was trying to coach, but I was just so mentally out of it that I didn't really give it my all and I actually kind of like I very much so stepped away from coaching because I thought to myself gosh I am such a disaster I'm such a mess I'm doing so awful like I can't help other people I can't even help myself and in that time in one of my darkest times um, a family that I had known from when I was teaching in the private school they had been helping me and being there for me and I was there for them and during that time I was helping their oldest son uh, and the family by taking him to drop off his derby cars because he was in Boy Scouts and in that time without me knowing it I walked into the garage of my future husband and he was the Cub Scout master and I walked into this house this house that I am sitting in right now I walked into this garage and I was a mess and I met him and all of the parents that were around, I had actually taught their kids in the private school system. Like I had taught them, but because I had lost so much weight and changed so much, none of them recognized me. And it was really funny because I'm like, I know you, I know who you are, I know everything about you, I know your family, I know your kids, I potty trained your youngest child um, in the before and after care of the preschool I worked at, and they had no clue, and he, he saw me, and he tells me that it was love at first sight, that the world stopped for the second time in his life, second only to when the new girl walked into a seventh grade classroom as a kid. And I was a mess. I was such a mess. I, he invited us in um, and he chatted with me. He invited us in to, to play on the VR while the boys did Cub Scout stuff. And he helped me get their cars, um, the family's cars together. And I just, he was so much he asked me so much he was so nice and so personable and I will promise I will go into details about all that but one thing led to another and me and him spoke and talked for three months solid I swear guys <laughs> we we spent so much time on the phone I think one time we spoke on the phone for 17 hours straight and we found out that if you talk for more than six or seven hours the phone will actually just hang up on you and I've never dove into something like that before. And that's exactly what I did. I dove in headfirst, no rules, no regulations, nothing. I dove in, I started dating him. I didn't want to meet his kids. And eventually I met his kids and um, I loved them 
they loved me back. It was it was so crazy to just be like swallowed by this little group of people and it was great. It was super easygoing and eventually down the road I moved in per everybody wanting me to move in, the boys mostly. And things were good. We swapped roles. It was a it was a really difficult time of our lives. We were going through so much outwardly. Um, work stuff. Again, I will go into more details on these things. But it was one of the most stressful times. And then, you know, one thing led to another. We decided to get married. And we eloped. I guess that's what you would call it. We didn't do anything for it. We made that choice for ourselves and I will go over all that again in another episode. We did everything so non-traditionally and the whole time I'm just afraid of all this judgment. And we we had our little family and actually the day we got married is the day that COVID entered the United States. <laughs> so our first year of marriage when people say it's supposed to be hard, I think they mean like you're supposed to find out all your quirks and stuff about living together and being married. I don't think it involves surviving a worldwide pandemic, homeschooling, blended life, figuring out your role, losing yourself in your role, wearing a mask, not being able to talk to friends, not being able to see family, not being able to go outside, fear, just like this intense fear of everything. I do not think that it involves that, but it did. Our first year was, our first year of marriage was our COVID year. And I'm going to tell you, I can look back now and it was an absolute blessing because we grew so much in that year. My blended life grew exponentially. My communication grew, my boundaries grew, my acceptance, my understanding, my empathy, my passion, my guidance, everything grew so much because I was literally pushed until I broke. I broke repeatedly. I would break down. I would have anxiety attacks, panic attacks. I would just shatter into a thousand pieces. And the only time that I stopped shattering was when I finally faced the things that I needed to face and I finally decided to, to come about and heal and to grow. And from that, I decided I'm a, I, I really want to do a podcast. I want I want to get these things out in the world if if one episode could help one person feel more stable in their blended life, if one stepmom could feel more validated, if one childless stepmom could feel like there's more than just options of loss, <laughs> if one young woman could feel like she understands how to set boundaries. If one young man could feel like he knows how to set boundaries, if they both know and understand how to communicate, if people feel okay with starting over, then maybe all of that would be for something more than just myself. So I'm here now. I am learning how to balance my coaching life and the, my greatest desire to coach without letting it overrun everything I do. I'm learning how to be a stepmom to a teenager who just sometimes makes me second guess my very existence. 
and a younger boy who is so sensitive and so troubled with just two different household rules and ex expectations. I'm learning to communicate to the man that I love more than anything while also learning to communicate to the one person in the world who can make me more frustrated and angry than I think any person in this entire world can. I've, I've never encountered this before. Matthew makes me so angry and simultaneously feel so grateful and so loved and so cherished. It is incredibly bizarre to me, but I'm learning and developing. I'm facing my parents getting older and aging. I'm facing myself entering into a part where I've got health things going on as I've gotten older. I'm almost reaching 30 and I'm de dealing with people seeing my age as a reason to judge me or my intelligence or my ability and reinforcing in myself that I've lived many, many lifetimes in the short span I've been on this earth that people's prejudice towards my age doesn't define me. And it makes me feel like I have something to say and I have a passion to share this with someone. So that is what I have for you. I wanted you to get to know some nitty gritty and there it is. I want to take this podcast and I want to dive into those things and I want to talk to you about hard stuff and maybe, maybe if, if I can get that to you, you could grow and you could figure out some things for yourself and we could grow together and you could know that you're not alone in this. So that is me. That is a lot of me. I'm just laying out there. I'm being vulnerable and open and honest and... <laughs> I am putting my hope and faith in this and in people. So with that said, I will be on next week. We will be going over our first topic, main topic, and I hope to see you there. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Please don't forget to check out my Instagram at Coach Charisse. Click the link in my bio and you can explore and check out all the amazing content and resources I have, as well as send me any questions or messages. This is also how you can get involved in my private group where I will work with you and coach you one-on-one. -on -one. Have a great day and I'll see you next week.